You're locked Hello. in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3. That's right, it's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on The Hype 87.3. Good afternoon, everybody in ATL. I do have a special guest checking in today. He goes by the name of Jetta. Is it Jetta J to be exact? It's Jetta J. Jetta J. What's going on with your family? How are you doing today? I'm good. Can't complain. Thank you for God being here. God is great. All the time. Definitely. All the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our higher power. Like, he's the one that gets me through every crazy thing that I go through, and I know you as right. well. Yeah, um, where are you from originally? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised, but I've been down south for a very long time. Okay. I like to say I don't see more down south than the person that's from down south. Really. Definitely. Well, listen, I appreciate you being here. Give us that official introduction, though. I mean, it's, it's Jetty J, New York, the down south, the music movement. Um... You know, like I said, man, um, we here, we here, we got a lot going on today. My brand is Team Figures, you know, we we, we, we more than a regular, we're a brand. So, you know, we specialize in pound cakes, we got Mercs, we got baby clothes, so, you know, we here. That's dope, I love it. So let's let's take it back, you originally from Brooklyn. Yes. My business partner, um, who now resides in Florida, he's from Brooklyn, you know, I got bigger rank as my business partner, I got a secondary business partner, um, is from Brooklyn, okay. and ironically, I got my radio start out of New York, shout out wow. DJ Clue, wow. I worked with Clue for three years, that's how yes. I kind of got my notoriety and start in the radio world, so. Okay, okay, that's dope. That's got dope. a lot of respect for up top, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you resided in New York until about what age? Um... I moved down south when I was 17, going on 18. Okay. Okay, so you were there majority of your youth up until right before you turned it an adult age. Yes, yes, most definitely, most definitely. What was it like growing up out there for you? Um, Fast, uh, on your P's and Q's. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it just... You know, it just, it just teaches you that everybody ain't your friends. You know, it's a lot of fun, though, but, you know, New York is kind of like... You know, you might see somebody that might be like, I like your sneakers, and he trying to rob you tight. Man. Joint. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, teach to be on your P's and Q's, but it's dope, though. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I think that's a lot of places, you know, sadly, we have to walk around with nah, our head right. on a swivel. Right. We just kind of right. conversated this before we started, <laughs> the scammers that are out there, and right. then people who in real life try to get you for what you right. got, and... You know, it's crazy, but, you know, fortunately, there's a lot of good out there as well. No, you're right. You know, a lot of good. Right. Um, so we right. got to take the good with the bad, the bad with the good. Definitely. Would definitely. you change anything about your childhood growing up out there? No, not at all. I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of people say uh, it ain't where you at, it's where you from. Yeah. But I think me being born and raised in New York, it just, you know, just got my, I look at stuff kind of different. Yeah. You know, like I said, I've been down south for 10 plus years, so it's like, being born and raised up there and being down south, you kind of see a lot of different stuff and you look at stuff kind of different. So Understood. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Most definitely. What brought you down south? Um, My mother's job. Uh, my mother's a retired immigration officer. So, okay. So uh, a job moved in uh, Albany, Georgia. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's how um, I – no, actually, I'm tripping. Actually, I'm tripping. Uh. I moved down south a year before my mom's. I moved to North Carolina, a small town called Fair Bluff. Yeah. It's by uh by Chabrin, uh Wyville, uh by the hour away from Lumberton, Faithville, North Carolina. Yes. Wilmington. What I took mean not Wilmington, Western Salem, sorry. What took you there? Um, my uh, my best friend was actually from New York. He moved down south like a year before me. And you know, I was getting in a lot of trouble. 
yeah. in New York, you know, it was gang infested. You know, that's when the gangs was really crazy out there. And, you know, my mom's got kind of scared. So she shit me down south. And um, like I said, my best friend was already staying down there. You know, his grandma said it was okay. So yeah. that's how I moved down south, North Carolina. Did you enjoy your time when you lived there? I loved it. Um, <laughs> got in a lot of trouble out there too. <laughs> but, you know, um, like I said, me being born and raised in New York, coming down south, kind of skinny, just running into a bunch of country strong. <laughs> I'm talking about for real, like, Fast, you know, North Carolina, like, I've been all over the South, but North Carolina, like, you got some country fast that it chased down a car type country. Right, because that's what they grew up knowing, yeah, like, right. literally probably riding tractors right. and, you know, doing yeah. all that stuff. So it was definitely a change of pace yeah, for well, you. I got, um, my homeboys, like, it's crazy, like, they see a car, like, a mile away and can know it. I'm like, how you know it? They can tell by the headlights. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Was it a culture shock for you? Definitely. I learned a lot, um, met a lot of friends. You know, actually, Fair Bluff, North Carolina is a very small town, but I think that's where my biggest fan base is at. So shout out to, you know, I look at them as a family. I got a lot of brothers out there, so shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, that is really, really dope. So then your mom moved to Albany. Yes, yes. Did you move to Albany when she did? Yeah, I moved. Um, like I said, I was, I was fighting you know, getting high, getting drunk, and, you yeah. know, fair bluff. I still had a lot of fun, though. But my mom actually came and got me probably, like, two and a half years later. And yeah. I moved to Albany. Yeah. Needed a change of pace. Right. Most definitely. And I was moving kind of fast. <laughs> you know. Albany's a great city, too. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, they got the, yeah. the university out there. And, yeah, you know. Albany State University. Absolutely. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. So, you know, in fact, when I moved to Atlanta a decade ago, one of the first uh, events that I did was down in Albany. And they really came out to support out there. Yeah. Albany, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's changed now, though. Yeah. It was definitely nice when I stayed out there. Absolutely. So do you reside in the Atlanta area now? Yeah, I stay in uh, Duluth right now. Oh, okay. I'm in Lawrenceville. Yeah. I spent probably, gosh, when I moved here, I I moved to Duluth. And I spent most of my years in Duluth up until uh, 2020 that I moved to Lawrence, which is right there. Yeah, I like Duluth. Do you like it up this way? Yeah, I like Duluth. I like um, Gwinnett County. I stayed in No Cross as well. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm an introvert, so I kind of go with a... Where the energy is positive to that. And yeah. It's just, you know, it's cool. That's where I'm at. So. Absolutely. I'm the same way. The older I get, the least I like being around big crowds of people. What? It gives me like slicks, <laughs> like social anxiety because right. you don't know what type of energies are going to be out there. I feel the same way. So during all this transitioning from New York to Carolina to Albany to Duluth, where did music come into play? Um, In Albany, Georgia, uh, I went to Job Call. Mm, okay. And, um, you know, uh, shout out to uh, my uh, my brother Jerz. You know, we don't we don't talk no more, but still shout out to him and uh, my dude Tyrone. He probably don't know this. You know, hopefully listening right now. You never know, but he really the dude that really started me doing music. Yeah, honestly. So I wouldn't really. It's one of them situations to where I wouldn't know what I'd be doing right now if it wasn't for him. So Absolutely. It's kind of like music chose me yes. type situation. So. I hear that a lot. You know, a lot of artists, you know, that I sit down with over the years, you know, they were heavy in the streets and music was kind of their way out. Right, right, right. Basically, right. like they say, it saved their life. Music yeah. chose them. And oh, definitely. 
that's a better way to put any whatever frustrations you may have, you know, maybe some anger, whether it be pain, put it into your music. Definitely. So how, how exactly it is definitely therapy. How long have you professionally been doing music? And when I say that, I mean like actually, you know, putting it on the digital platforms, getting your business together. Um, Okay. Uh, I would say 2010, which I've been doing music before that, but it's like, I like to look at it as before I, before 2010, we were just doing shows, which I told you, like my homeboy Jerry, I told you uh, from Job Call I met. But we wasn't with BMI or ASCAP, so I kind of look at it like 2010, that's when I got on a professional level where, you know, shout out to uh, my dudes, uh, TMC, that was their regular level I was a part of that one time. Shout out to them brothers, you know, B-Lo Goldie, uh, did a lot together, but you know. Yeah. So since about 2010? No, I would say, I would say, I've been doing music for, I've been doing music for 20 years. Mm. So, yeah. But on a professional level since about I would 20- say 2010, because that's, like I said, that's when I got with, where nobody could play with my music type. And, there you, you know, go. I was secure with the music and stuff like that. So, What was that transition for you to make you decide, you know what, I got to get my ish together and get my music business together? Was it because this is something you've seen yourself doing, you know, from here on out? Most definitely. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, I was with the record label in 2010. You know, we, we uh, I think we parted ways like 2019 and, um, like I said, I'm a firm believer in God, so I feel like God going to put the right people in your life and remove the wrong people. Yes. You know, so I met um uh, my dude, big homie, I call him, slash CEO, uh, Mr. Six Figures, which is our record label now, Team Figures, All Stars, which he's the CEO. <clears throat> and we got the first lady, which is his wife. And, you know, I've been rocking with them for three years strong now, so... We got a lot going on right now. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's good. You can't do this by yourself. You have to have nah. a solid team. Most definitely. Like like I said, at one point, you know, that gap, I was doing music for my, by myself for like four years. And, you know, you got people that, they'd be like, man, you need a team. And I'd be like, yeah, but I think a team happened organically. Yeah. Like, and that, when I say that, it's like, you know, if I can't inspire you off my music and my work ethic, then... You know, I guess it ain't meant to be. So Absolutely. And the one thing that I've learned about life, the older I get, is that we cannot please everybody. Definitely can't. Nor Definitely should we can't. try to. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, we should right. not try to because we will drive ourselves insane right, right. trying to please everybody because, you know, the type of music you put out, may, not everybody's going to resonate with it. And that's okay. That is okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure there's artists out there that you don't really care for their music, but others that you may love their music. Same thing. Some people may not resonate or love what I do. That don't stop us from doing what we got to do. We keep it moving. That's a huge lift off your shoulders, too, when you realize you can't please everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Have you ever at any point in time in your music career been that artist that was kind of hard on yourself and really, like, put a lot of pressure on yourself? Yeah, I think I do that now. I think um. I'm my worst critic. Yeah. You know, uh, like I said, being born and raised in New York and been down south for a minute, I realized that my music is, like some of my music, you hear in New York and you hear down south. So I just kind of put it to where where I'm at and try to just fit that environment. 
identified with my music. Too. That's fire. I love that. Let's let's dive into that a little bit more. Being that you grew up, you're Brooklyn to heart, right? right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, everybody I know from up top <laughs> is whatever city, Bronx, Brooklyn, whatever. They right, right. that city to heart. That's my right. business partner. Like you can't tell him ever. He in Florida, but he Brooklyn to heart. Right, right, I love right. that. However. Right, right. Kind of similar to you, he moved down south, yeah. so it's like he creates music, and right. you can hear a little bit of both in there. Um, how does that play into your musical style, being that you grew up in New York, you're born and bred there, but you're in the south now when you kind of really started doing music? For people who haven't heard your music, are they going to hear a little bit of both? Yeah, you're going to hear both. Like I said, uh, with my music, you know, I could give you 10 songs right now, and all of them sound different. So... Uh, like I said, yeah, it's crazy because, like I said, I speak to my people, my family in New York, and they'd be like, yo, you sound country as hell. So they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't hear the New York shit, but I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't no, you good. Person, but, um, no, you fine. Yeah. I hear but it. That's what I'm saying. Down south, they hear, yeah. they hear the New York in me, so... That's the that's the way right. it typically goes, right, you know. Right, like right, people right. are from an area, like you know, some people are like I don't, but I hear it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most right. definitely. Um, when you first started releasing music on the digital platforms, right? Mm -hmm. Take us back to that period in time, right? You said professionally. I know you've been doing music for 20 years, but professionally for about 13 years. Right, right, right. If we could rewind back 13 years, right? Mm -hmm. Just think about this for a second. What do you wish you knew then that you know now about this music business? Besides, we're wow. looking looking out for the scammers. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I will say, uh, not worrying about who hitting the like button or worrying about the numbers you see yeah. because a lot of that, a lot of them numbers be fabricated. So fugazi. Uh, yeah, like I said, my big homie, he tell me, he like, man, don't worry about the numbers, man, and just stay consistent. That's the key word. Being consistent, and I think as long as you're consistent and you've got good product, I just think it's just a matter of time, man, before, before it happens for you. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point right, right there because just keeping it, G, a lot of these artists out here from the independent up to the majors, they are. They're paying for streams. Right, they're right, paying right. for bots. They're paying nah, for I followers. Can't, I can't do that. It's corny yeah. to me it is. because you can <laughs> never track your real progress mm -hmm. by doing that. Right. Like right, just right. put the hard work in and it's going to come like shout out to my OG bigger rank. And we've been working right, right, together right. for gosh, you know, since I've been in this, you know, around 13 ish years. And that's one of the first things he told me, you know, and I'm so glad that, you know, them OGs be still instilling oh, that man. wisdom. What? What? You know, he told me if you get in this music business for the money, you're going to get disappointed because the money's not wow, always there. That's deep. That's but if deep. you get into it for the love of it, the money's going to come. Gonna come. Exactly. Gonna come. And that's always stuck with me. And it's kind of the same thing with building a fan base. Right. You know, I have to build a fan base with what I do and you do as well. Right. If we get in it and we just grind it out and we love what we do, it's organically going to come. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I love the fact yeah. that you stand on that. Patience. Patience is key. Like I, I said, as long as you see results, <laughs> no matter how slow it is, as long as you see results, keep going. How do you keep your patience? Uh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a God fan, man. I ain't perfect, but you know, I like I said, I, I regulate. Uh, we we say uh, love, like celebrate. Yeah. And we just put positive energy, man. That's what I am. You know, I'm scared to do people wrong. Honestly, you know, everything I've been through, I done got it out as a childhood, and luckily it ain't turned out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And. I'm just a fan of good business, you know, so. Absolutely. Right. We reap what we sow. Right. 
And we have to be mindful of how we treat people because you can trust and believe in some way, shape, or form. It will come back on us. It's karma. I'm a very neutral person. Even like on social media, like I strongly dislike confrontation. You know what I'm saying? So even on social media, like a lot of times when there's these controversial topics, I won't even chime in because I don't want people coming for me. I've done that before (laughs) in my entire timeline is people just coming for me and it'll literally like consume you. I can't deal with that. So I just stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like you, you know, I'm God fearing, you know, I walk in faith. When you wake up every day, do you talk to God in the morning? Talk to God all the time, all the time, like throughout today. I might talk to God if, uh, Go to the vending machine and I pay for one soda to come out. <laughs> <laughs> now that's being a little greedy, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just messing to, with you. I talk to God a lot, man. God is prayer. Like I said, as long as you're obedient and you positive. Yes. He gonna, he gonna show favor. No, that's show, big show. facts. Absolutely. We have to um keep our faith. Right. right. And walk in faith. Right. Because if we do not, like you said, things Things will start attacking us. The devil is a lie. Right, definitely. But will come in and squeal his way in there some way, somehow, and consume our lives. Yep. Within your music, can people hear that, that you're, you know, a God-fearing man? Do you incorporate that in your music? You got to. Like like I said, I ain't preaching on the songs, but I just feel like music is a reflection of you. Yes. So if I'm sitting here telling you, I'm a God fan, man. You don't hear it in my lyrics. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. You know, I got a song called Lower Knows. I mean, even all across my song, different songs, lyrics, you know, I'm mentioning God. So, yeah, you definitely hear uh for the people that listen to the lyrics, not the beat listeners. Right, you know exactly. Right? And people need to tap in and hear what you're saying. Right, right. And also right. understand what you're saying. Right, most definitely. You know, there's a right. difference between just hearing it and actually understanding it. Right. What is your most personal record that you've ever written? Wow. My most personal record I've ever written. Uh, I will say... Uh, I will say funny rappers, which is you can still find it's an old record, you can still catch it on Spotify, but it's one of the records to where I'm just talking about it's one of the records to where it's facts to where I don't care if you get mad because I'm speaking the truth. Absolutely. Right. You're speaking your truth. Right, most definitely. And and honestly, really, if people can't respect that, they can get the hell on. What? You know what I'm saying? Again, it goes back to us saying we cannot please everybody, nor should we try. Right, right. If you know you're speaking your truth and you're doing it in a godly way, you're doing the best that you can as a man. That's how I live Straight like that. I can sleep good at night. Nah, facts. You can go home and lay your head down (laughs) because that's really your peace of mind when you go home and lay your head down at night. That's your peace of mind. Right, right. So that record is your most personal record. I would say that. Do you write? Do you, and when I say that, I mean, do you actually sit down, pen to paper, and write? I'm. I'm still in no I'm still writing on notebooks and uh and and fast food restaurant rappers and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah, I'm still I'm still an old school cuz I when I look at it like if you if you see a if you see a dude and you you go in his crib or something, you see he's still writing in notebooks. I just feel like that's the that's the way of cuz you've been doing music for a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's crazy to me because I sit down with some of these really young artists right, right. that are just starting out. Maybe they've been doing it a year or two and they've never ever ever 
have written a record. They just literally get in the studio and freestyle and punch in, which I'm not knocking that. Wait, 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 wait. But I challenge them. When they tell me that they've never sat down a road, I'm like, do it. At least one time and see how it makes you feel. Patience. Patience, my brother. A little yeah, patience. Facts. Absolutely. Talk <laughs> to these youngins. <laughs> when you sit down to write a record, going back to what you said a little while ago, music is like therapy. It right, is right. for me as well. Right, right. Um, how does it make you feel? Like when you are writing, does it help you like kind of take a load off and, you know, help you with your mental when you're writing? Most definitely. Like, um, like I said, it's crazy. Most people can't write when they're going through stuff, but I feel like it's been times where... My back had been against the wall, whether it's a living situation, and I feel like that's when I write my best music. Yeah. You know, when I'm kind of, when I'm, when I'm a little mad, when I got a lot on my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the time that you should be writing the most. Right. That's right. how you vent. Right. Is most, through your music. Definitely. Definitely. When you write a record, right? Mm-hmm. When you write a song, how do you know that that's one that you're actually going to get in the studio and record? I mean, me, you know, I don't, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, everything I write down, I feel like it's a hit, but I'm not writing nothing down if I feel like it can't do nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't just write records because it's hot. Yeah. Like, I really got to feel like this record can really go off. Yeah. So that's how I write my music. Like, you know, and the beat going to guide you. Like, I don't go into music. Right in a certain situation, like when I hear the beat, the beat kind of going to put you where you need to be as far as, you know, where you want to go. So, Is that where a lot of your motivation comes from outside of just life experiences actually hearing the beat and you kind of build around it? Yeah. And um, getting out these two nine to fives I got. Man, <laughs> you know that's I mean? major goals right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I work 16 hours a day, man. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah, like I tell you, two full-time jobs. So, like I said, I'm not scared to say I'm not in the streets. I ain't been in the streets for a very long time. I love that. So, That's something to brag know. about. Yeah, and I really got two jobs to where I don't do nothing. Like my second job, I get a five-hour break, which is unheard of, where I can go to sleep and do whatever I want to do. That's good. Catch up on your rest because right. where our bodies need that. Right, right. We have to get our rest. Right. And what I be telling people all the time, like, getting old is a flex. Because a lot of people aren't living past 20, 30 years old anymore. So to grow old, like a lot of these youngins be calling people, oh, you old. That's a compliment. Right. Call me old, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm blessed to have made it. I'm about to be 50. I'll be 50 in April. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's a flex to have made it this long in life. It is. is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like being you are out here doing the right thing. You're working. You're getting up every day, doing everything. That is a flex right there. That's something to brag about. Appreciate that. I love it. Most definitely, you're doing the right things. Yeah, man. Like I said, um, I got two months going on. I got a little son. Like I said, man, I ain't no young dude. I'm an 80s baby, man. So, you know, I feel like you're 80s baby. Your mind frame should be a little different. Absolutely. You know, I so, agree. Yeah. You have just one child? Yeah, I got a son. How old is he? 14. Okay, you've got a teenager. Right, right, right. What's that? What's what's it like having a 14-year-old? Um, I mean, it's, it's dope. You know, I just, I just try to, you know, a lot of times just try to put my mind to where what I was doing when I was 14. Right. I was very immature, you know, um, thought I wanted to play basketball, but, you know, I really, I just wanted to be fly and talk to the females. So. Of course. But, you know, my son, he, he named that to me. I'm proud of him. He came a long way. He getting A's and B's now, so he listened. He respectful. Yeah. 
So I can't think for nothing more than that. So Absolutely. Yeah. Going back to when he was born 14 years ago, right. how did fatherhood change your life? Sounds like that's right around the time when you started kind of taking music seriously right, as right, well. Sounds like right. that was a big period in time for you. No, it was. It did. It changed, it changed a lot, man. You know, just knowing that, you know, I'm not just living for myself. Yeah. Know, I'm living for somebody that's naming after me, look like me, got a lot of <laughs> my ways. So definitely it put me to where I, if I would think about getting in trouble, I definitely can't do it now. Absolutely. No, no. Yeah, that's your legacy right there. Right, right, right. You know, and the thing about it, even though he's a teenager now, he's still a minor. You right, know what I'm saying? He right. looks up to you. Right. And I'm a big believer that we have to show our kids the right way because before the, the law tricks them out the streets, before the streets takes a hold of them. Most definitely. It's your important. responsibility, my responsibility as a parent to show them the right way. That's very important, you know, and like I said, yeah, it's very important, man. You got kids out here. On drugs, yeah, teenagers, you know, like I said, when I was growing up, I never in my life heard of a twelve-year-old popping pills. So, right, never heard of that. Exactly, all, so. and that goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. Growing old is the new flex because right, right, right. so many of these youngins are doing that. They're popping pills and drinking lean and right, right, right. losing their life at such a. I mean, I'm talking. They don't even make it to see 21. And right. they're losing their life. It's really sad. 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 Absolutely. Right. Um, musically, what are you working on right now? Um, I got a lot going on. Like, I got, uh, you know, I got probably about 13 singles all over digital platforms right now. Yeah. And, you know, me, like, I guess I guess I kind of changed the world, how social media changed the world. I feel like people ain't really listening to mixtapes and whole albums and stuff right now. So I just be hitting them with singles. Yeah. Now, and um, like I said, actually, 2024, shout out to my big homie, Mr. Six Figures, my CEO. We got a mixtape we're working on called Mama's Mentality. Yeah. Which he's kind of he's kind of hosting the mixtape. Okay. Like, uh, like bigger rankings and, you know, yeah. talking on it and, you know, stuff like that. And um, um, I got my clothing line. Uh, coming out hopefully this summer. You What's know, the name I, of it? You know, I would give you the name, but uh, I don't have the LLC behind it. Understood. So understood. You know, I, I respect gotta, it. You want to fall back on that? No, yeah, that's good. But, get your business together yeah, right, and make right, sure right. you make sure you get your copyrights and right, trademarks right, right. or whatever it is that you need to do clothing wise right. before because people will run right. off with your ideas. But I, I promise you, it's dope, and look forward to that this summer. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I think you're doing it the right way. We are absolutely like in a single era. Artists right, right now in 2024 don't have to uh, drop a whole body of work. Right, right, Excuse right. me. They can get away with doing singles after singles mm -hmm. after singles. In fact, we got one of them that we're going to check out today um, that's in rotation with us here at The Hype. It's called Playpen. Yeah, yeah, Playpen. Featuring yeah. Scooter? Scooter, my dude. Shout Scooter. out to Scooter. Shout out to Scooter, Alabama. He's been in Canada for a minute, so shout out to Alabama and Canada. No, yeah. it's definitely. Yeah. Well, we're going to check it out here in just a minute. Um, before we do that, the clothing line, we said the merch will be dropping probably sometime in the summertime. Yeah, well, we got, we got merch now. Like I said, uh, we got uh, Team Figures. We got that, teamfigureinc.com, which is the website. We got we got Mercs now on the website. But my clothing line. Your you personal know, brand. My personal brand will be dropping this summer. Congratulations on that, too. That's I big. I appreciate that. I really believe that we have to have multiple hustles. Right. I know you said you work two nine-to-fives. That, right, right. that alone is two hustles right there. Right, right, right. Do you desire at some point in time to be doing, like, 
your entrepreneurial route full time sooner than later? Lord willing, Lord willing, the way way stuff going down, the energy and what we got planned. Like I said, when I say low willing, I say God's time. You know, uh, by this time next year, I plan on to be doing strictly music. So absolutely, yeah. it'll it'll happen. Right, right, it'll happen, and oftentimes when you least expect it. Right. You know, right. I moved to Atlanta, Atlanta. They'll get me if I don't say it right. <laughs> I moved to Atlanta, end of 2013. So you know, probably about ten and a half years I've been here now, okay, right? Okay. And um, six months after I moved here, I got laid off from my job because I'm transferring my job up here, right. and it was because they found out that I was hustling in the music industry. And apparently, in their mind, well, you don't need us because you got your own business. That's mm-hmm. the sad part of a lot of these corporations yeah. that they find out you hustling on the side, they cut they you. Want, they want your world to revolve around them. Exactly. But you know what? That was all God right there. Right. I really right. believe that God intervened at the right time because I right. was planning on doing it at some point in time anyway. Right. But he sped the process up a little bit quicker. So just know that it could happen at any given time. And oftentimes it's when you least expect it. And it's going to be a God's blessing for you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, um, I don't know. I know you said you're an 80s baby. Like I had my son at 19 years old. And I always like to try to throw this out there as a little bit of encouragement. I had my son at 19, literally right out of high school. I'm a college dropout. I do yeah. not have a college degree. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And right. I don't, anybody listening, I'm not discouraging y'all from going to college, <laughs> but I ain't got no college debt. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I found a way I found right. a way. So it's like, stop making excuses. And you definitely have no excuse because you're oh, working nah. two jobs. You're raising your son. You're making time to do this music stuff. That's my pet peeve, especially as a grown man. The worst thing you could do is have an excuse for something. Yeah. Like, I hate that. You know, real. Biggest says, stop pointing the finger and start pointing the thumb. Man, Take that well, accountability. You got to. Yeah. Got to. Shout out to Bigger, man. He he, yeah, he yeah. drew me dropping all them gems. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely. He definitely gave us some gems. Look forward to doing business with him as well. Most so, definitely. Yeah. Um, Before we get into the record, another question I want to ask you, you know, just like look at your music career as a whole, right? You've been doing it, you said, 20 years, right. um, taking it seriously for probably 13, 14 years. What are you enjoying the most about it, about your journey in music? <laughs> What I'm enjoying the most is just, like I said, just seeing stuff actually laying out the way you envision it, yeah. but just not at your pace, though. Like, And like I said, right now, I'm at a point to where, you know, I feel like I'm, the, I'm in the best position as far as my music career right now. Yes. You know, I got a solid brand, you know, and I don't have to worry about, you know, publishing or people playing with my music. It's just... Being independent, man, you know, just, you got to have patience, man. Yeah. You know, and like I said, we got everything the majors got. We just ain't got the, you know, the revenue and stuff right now. So. Absolutely. But that's going to come too. Right, right. Because you're putting things in position to create that revenue, like right. your merch, for example. Right, right, right. And along the way, there may be other business ventures that you start. And oh, that's yeah. what's good. That's, trust me, I'm a, a serial entrepreneur per se, because right. like being that I don't have a college degree, which that's not an excuse. No, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I was a single mom. So. Yeah. Like I, what I do literally almost every day is I think about what what's next. That's how I am. What else can I be doing to generate some revenue? Right, right, you know, because right. there's so many things we could. There's no excuses with social media, the internet, now AI. There's no excuses. Right. No excuse at all. Love it. No excuse. That's like fine. Sometimes I be forgetting. Like 
I might want to know something. I'd be like, let me ask this person. I'd be like, man, I could just Google. Google it. Go to YouTube. (laughs) Right, right. right. That was my university, YouTube (laughs) University. Right. That's facts, (laughs) man. Well, listen, I respect everything you got going on. We need more stand-up guys like you in the world. I appreciate that. Straight like that. Like, you are out here doing everything that you're supposed to do. We're we're human. We're not perfect. We both had some hiccups along our journey. So passion, man. Like I said, if you got a passion to do something, there's no excuse at all. If you really love to do something, you know what I mean? The music is my passion. And I ain't the type of dude that got a plan B and plan C. Right. You know, I just stick to the plan A. And, you know, that's just what it is right now. Any youngins out there that are maybe a little bit lost and not quite sure what they should be doing and they're turning to the streets, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them the key thing is the definitely watch who you keep around you. Yeah. Like, if you can't manage who you keep around you, then you would never have nothing in life. So I think that's the key thing is when they say you are who you hang around. So if you if you a positive dude, you're going to have positive people around you. So just watch who you keep around you. Stay focused and just be you, yeah. yo. Like, be you. Like, have your own sound. Don't be afraid to be the trendsetter. You know, that's that being me, like, you know, I respect the trends, but I, I I'm, you know, I like to be the trendsetter. So, right. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I respect that, man. Well, listen, we're about to get into this record. Um, who produced the record called Playpen? Um, actually, uh, I, f- I forgot his name, though, but uh, I got it from, um, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure you know this site is called SoundClick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. SoundClick, BeatStars, there's a lot of yeah. lot of good ones out there. I got I got them written down in the black and white notebook, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, definitely. That but, is yeah. dope. Most yeah. definitely. Well, before we get into the record, a couple things we got to do. One, tell everybody where they can keep up with your movement. Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram. That's Jetta, J-E-T-T-A, 1443. And, um... Like I said, uh, Jetta J is, my, is, is the is the name where you look up everything, Jetta J, and we everywhere, man. We on all digital platforms everywhere. Absolutely. Is there a significance to the numbers? Nah, it ain't. Okay. I just some Instagram gave me. Okay. <laughs> Understood. No doubt. No doubt. Most definitely. Um, I know you have a lot of people. You've mentioned a few of them through our conversation. You know, anybody you want to show some love to, shout out yeah, to? shout out to the whole team. Team figure all-stars, man. You know, Pyro, which is an artist. Dope artist, man. Trader Realist, another dope artist. Uh, Free my dude, Cello, which he handling his business right now, and like I said, my big homie CEO, I got a lot of respect for this dude, man. Like, I'm a cancer, so I'm strong-minded, but he really changed my way of thinking, man. And he's been an inspiration in my life. Real solid dude. I put him in the room with Jay-Z, Master P, and he going to talk business. I love it. And the first lady, his wife, like I said, she got the pound cakes going on. Nice. You know, and uh, cakes by the pound, make her own ice cream. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's, the regular label is based out of Jacksonville, Florida, by the way. Duval County, Duval. Yeah. And <laughs> shout out to um, just everybody supporting me, man. Everybody hitting that like button, sharing the music. You know what I mean? And shout out to all the undercover supporters, too, man. No, nah, because there's a lot of those out there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, anything else that you want to make sure people are in, ta- in tune with, tapped in with before we check out the record? Um, I will say just make sure... Y'all follow me on Instagram, Jetta1443. That's where you're going to see a lot of the movement and a lot of what we got going on. So make sure y'all follow me. 
Straight like that, man. Well, listen, we about to get into this record. Go ahead and give us the official introduction for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my record, man. Playpen featuring my dude, Scooter. You know what I mean? A party record. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, man, check it out. Y'all stay tuned for it. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to The Hype 87.3. Yeah. We got the playpen tonight. Just bring your home, girl, bring you everything else on me. You dig? Uh-huh. We call that the playpen. Yeah. Bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen. Bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen. Baby, it's your world. I just play in it. She got the wet, wet, make a nigga lay in it. Bring your girlfriend. We the big three. Just the way of life, shorty. It ain't nasty. Shorty got a cute face with a slim waist. Fat ass, make a nigga wanna tailgate. She from the West Coast, and I can dig that. I'm getting money, baby girl, with a bell ass. East Coast shit, riding in the big body. Keep a throwaway with me, case a nigga try to rob me. Yeah, I'm ready and I'm fully charged. Smoking on this Cali shit, got me in Mars. I'm the hottest out, that means I'm overdue. All this time and plotting and shit, I just spend you. Bring your girlfriend, maybe I slide through. I give you dick all night like a dry dude. Hey, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen. Bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen. Two for one, a hell of a ratio. Mix it with the Kush equals fellatio. Got my girl. Bring a girlfriend with the nice skin You know pipe in my last name at the lightning Fat titties, a lot of ass and big buzz Plenty grass, I grew boo bottle Time to parlay, it's on me, it's okay At the playpen, we get it in, it's whatever, baby Down south shit, riding like the cops behind me Keep a headshot, got a lawyer if I catch a body I'm full and I'm sliding hard Any disrespect, my move, motherfucker charge on God, I burn the best dope. One bitch blowing nose while the other deep throat. We living our best life right now. All I know, menage twice, a big old freak show. Hey. Bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen. Bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, shorty, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend, and we can smoke a lot of weed in my playpen.